Hey. What up? <laughs> Welcome into another episode of the Not Normal Podcast brought to you by Film Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, or wherever you morons get your podcast. What is he, why does Garrett have so many batteries in here? Why does Garrett have so much trash in here? Aaron, what's going on? What does he have in here? He has... Gin-gins. What is that? I've... Gin-gins. Chewy ginger candy. Ew. That's disgusting. Are we trying to run yep. Hey, yep. I'll ask you a question. What's going on? Nothing much. We're going to have a discussion with Garrett about this room. Garrett's been staying in the podcast room, which has been fine. Man, this thing looks trashed. Like, Dude, this thing is all... I don't know if this is going to be good. It's called... And it says Gin Gins, the chewy, original. Chewy ginger candy. Dude, what is he, 80? The ginger people. Yeah. Um, How do you that? open this thing? Yeah, this seems like something that you would get at like your grandma, like your great grandma. How'd you open this? Like candy bowl with my hands. Ew, this looks disgusting. Oh my God. Oh my God. Is it in a, is it in a package? Or is this it? Yeah, what is this? I think it's in a package inside of a pack. No. Yeah, it sort of smells okay. Oh my god. What? Oh! Ew! Oh no. What is he, a hundred? No. Oh, ah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, spit in that trash bag. Look awful. That's not candy, that's Yo. torture. Hitler used those to torture people in World War II. That's disgusting. That's the worst candy I've ever had. Is that even candy? Oh, my. Yo, he just eats these for pleasure? <laughs> no. That's bad. Sorry, I didn't expect to start it like that. Gin Gins. Oh, my God. Drink I mean, it. I'm sure there's people that love... Oh. Gin Gins. I think you put it in tea. Treat yourself better. Every day can be a special day with a handful of Gin Gins in your pocket. Made with 10% fresh ginger. These, the spicy, <laughs> these spicy little treats can soothe your stomach and lift your mood. Or you can drink it. Gin Gins yeah, are like a tea. hug in a mug. Demi Lovato's favorite dish. Uh, Melt a few pieces of this candy in boiling water to create a delicious spicy ginger drink. Yeah. Meet the original Mr. Knobs. That's who this is. Mr. Knobs. It's, it's hard work being the mascot for the world's best loved ginger brand. When he, when he's tired from photo shoots and interviews, there's nothing Mr. Knobs loves more than relaxing with a tasty ginger treat. So he eats himself. Who's interviewing? Oh, here it is. Here's the. Uh, Who's interviewing or doing photo shoots with Mr. Knobs? Thirty percent super strength, sixteen percent double strength, ten percent original. What does 10%, this mean? Ten percent spicy apple, ten percent hot coffee, ten percent peanut. Wait. That's forty. That's seventy. I must say it didn't add up. That's eighty six percent. Where's the other where's the other fourteen percent going? Fourteen percent ass. That's gross. <laughs> that was one of the nastiest candies I've ever eaten in my life. It has forty five cal it's forty five calories. I really wonder about like four percent uh total carbs. Here's oh, here's the other fourteen percent added sugar. Found it. That's disgusting. Dude, some of the Ingredients include cane sugar, tapioca starch. Ew. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Talk. What? Dude, this is gross. Yeah. 
Brittany, don't do it. Brittany, don't do it. Don't don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Oh Jesus, it's awful. Yeah, I still have the aftertaste in my yeah. mouth. It's awful. All right, you're live on the podcast. Introduce yourself. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, Brittany. Hi. <laughs> we need to have you as a guest. Yo, Brittany, you're gonna Don't hate. You're gonna face. hate him. We start the podcast. Oh. I, like, I like ginger candy. So we start the Ew. podcast. Also, you Shepherd, also, Shepherd's making his debut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we we start the podcast, and Aaron's like, "Look at this. What are these? Ginger and candies." So we eat them on the podcast. Where did they come from? Garrett. Okay. I want you to get. A, I want you to taste this and tell the the viewers and listeners. Chew it in the mic, like an ASMR kind of style, and tell people them what you think. Candy. Don't be a psychopath. I will dump you, right here on the podcast. That's the nastiest thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. They're gross. I don't like it. I've eaten some nasty crap. It freaked me out. That's that? gross. Yep, spit it. What is that? It's I don't is know. That the it's spicy. It's disgusting. It's, I can tell you. It's real ginger. Isn't it's thirty percent it? super strength, sixteen percent double strength, ten percent original, ten percent spicy apple, ten percent hot coffee, and ten percent peanut. That just sounds gross. What you didn't notice is that there's fourteen percent missing from that. Fourteen <laughs> percent of unknown. I, I found the fourteen percent. It includes seven grams of added sugar. You know what I said the 14% was before you read it? It's 40% ass. That's horrible. That's it's pretty so bad. Nasty. Is that not the grossest candy you've ever eaten? And if you were lucky, if we we're recording, recording right now. Oh. If you're curious, his name is Mr. Knobs. <laughs> Mr. Knobs. You know what he does after he's done ginger, doing photo shoots? Ginger is not that bad. He eats, his own, he eats a ginger treat, so he eats himself. <laughs> he eats his own family. The, the whole point of that candy, I was telling him and he read what you do. You put it, you put it, you put it in, put you put it in water, tea. tea. Yeah. That's what I said. Tea. It's so nasty. Ginger's oh. really good for you. I mean, this isn't. Not, yeah. <laughs> Who's the worst mascot? Like the creepiest mascot? Wait. Creepier than Mr. Knobs. There's something missing off the top of this, and I need to know what it uh, says. Rowdy. Yeah. Rowdy's just irritating. You know what else it says? It says it's for all sorts of travel. and has an airplane, a boat, a car, running. And is she doing archery? I think she's doing archery. So this morning, <laughs> this morning, obviously, I didn't tell this to Brittany because we're trying to get Shepard back to sleep this morning. But I had some Apple Jacks. I love Apple Jacks. They're Ew. great. What? Gross. Apple Jacks are good. So I'm pouring the cereal. She's rocking Shepherd, and I look at the back of the box. This French. The the Apple Jacks mascot. It's cinnamon might, stick. It's disgusting. It's like, it's like Bob Marley. No, I'm, ta- like I'm talking about the big apple. Indian apple. The, no, I'm talking about the cinnamon. Yeah, there's there's the there's the stick of cinnamon, and then there's the apple. Yeah, the the, the real apple, Jamaican cinnamon stick. The guy. apple might be the creepiest mascot. Worse than that, it's terrifying. Well, now I gotta look it up. He's Kool-Aid man ain't so cool. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's pretty cool. I, I I like the Kool Aid man. No, but what's like the worst? What's the creepiest, weirdest mascot? Like just Rowdy for the Dallas Cowboys. He's a oh, freak. Oh god. Yeah, look at that. He's on the back of the box. Kids, look at that. That's terrifying. It's like a chigger. <laughs> you, might like a chigger wanna, a you might want to really enunciate what you just said. Chigger. A chigger. Like yeah, a, I haven't seen that. Like a As creature. As of 2004, like a little red tiny bug that, the marketing oh, mascots are carefree Jamaican, uh, or a carefree Jamaican cinnamon stick named Cinnamon, 
and an accident-prone apple named Bad Apple. Bad Dude, he is weird. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, that's. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that not the creepiest thing? Like the mascot, though. It's I'll, this morning, six thirty. What a, what a hot start! To what a stupid episode. start! Brittany made her debut. Oh god. Six thirty a.m. Don't quit eating all the dude. We're gonna eat all this food. You know what? Clean the room. <laughs> good. Is that the last one? It is. Dude, he's gonna be so mad. Swiss rolls are good. I like Swiss rolls. I don't. I, I I'm not like a. We've talked about this before. I'm not a huge candy person. I used to be when I was a little kid. Also, there's. I don't. I don't know if you've noticed since you've been in here. When's the last time you were in here? Because the last time I was in here was on like Friday, maybe Saturday. I no, was, it was Thursday. I was in here not this Friday, but last Friday, and I did that episode by myself. But you never posted. I it. showed up in here. I showed up, and there was like forty bandanas in here. He's been buying nothing but bandanas from Walmart. He's been wearing them at work. Okay, okay. I used to wear bandanas at work too. Then I became a man. <laughs> not, I'm not trying to trash Garrett, but dude. Change your buds, change your taste buds. That's nasty. Dude, he, I just can you imagine what he does when he comes home? When he comes back here, he gets comes a in, gin-gins. gets a ginger, pops open a Swiss roll. Those are toothpicks. He got a little floss pick action right here. Thirty-seven hundred batteries and just plays Rocket League. Dude, that's a that's na- that's I'm I'm not being I'm not exaggerating. That's probably one of the worst candies that's I've ever had bad. in my life. But bad. like I said, you mix it with tea, you mix it with water. You yeah, know, it's not something you eat, but it says put them in your pocket and eat them. That's I'm telling you. You go to Mamaw's house, who's 97 years old on her last leg, and she's like, "Yeah, I get some candy out of the dish." That's what you find. There's it's three. Gin-gins. There's three things. There's those butterscotch and those little strawberry candies Strop candies those are gross what the, i don't know what they're called they don't even have a name they're gross Did i tell you ever one day uh i went to i think i went to yeah we went to hey, i went to heyday with ray and peyton mm. and out of nowhere ray just walks up to me and goes hey man you want a butterscotch and i went huh and he pulls out a handful of butterscotch candies and he goes I got a pocket full of butterscotch. That is, and I went, why? He goes, I just like butterscotch, man. And I went, God, you old ass nigga. I was about to say, raise, raise an old soul. That yeah, is an old. That is an old. That's an older like person. Black candy is butterscotch. Find me a white person of all ages. You know what? That, I do that like that butterscotch. butterscotch. If I get coffee, I'm about to say coffee. Yeah, putting a butterscotch in coffee is really no, good. No, but find me a white person any age that like. Loves that carries around butterscotch in their pocket. You're gonna be hard pressed. Yeah, that's very true. All right, let's get to what I wanted to speak on first. I have a motivational speech. All right, I think it's kind of interesting. So I was telling you this morning, and we talked. Dude, that little, sucked. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> we <laughs> talked. We talked a little bit before about how. Um, did you bite yours? Yeah, because I did Dude, too. She took like, a chunk off of hers. Dude, that sucks. Like she bit hard. Oh, did you hear Shepherd's? Um, Shepherd's debut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, Made with nature and lots of ginger love. Oh, they don't have souls. <gasps> you heard me. So we talked. That's why. Best by March of 2021. Oh, they're expired. Where the hell did you get expired three candy? Months, four months. Oh, God. That's gross. We had four month expired candy. I'm sure they're still not good. Yeah. Where do you buy those? Hobby Lobby? That seems like a Hobby Lobby candy. No, that's like a... Hobby Lobby's got some good candy. Hobby Lobby, yeah, but Hobby Lobby is for crafty people. Anything about this messy room look crafty to you? No. You buy this... Chair's pretty tight. You know where this comes from? 
Cracker Barrel. You know, no. <laughs> a dollar store. Underneath Cracker Barrel. You go there, you knock three times on the old checkerboard, and you get welcome into old the old people's store where they sell nothing but the little strawberry candies, butterscotch. None of them have names. It's just these. Mm. And it's you have to you have to go to bed by seven o'clock and eat your eat your dinner at five. That might be the worst candy I've ever had. It's up there. That's pretty bad. The um what's it called? Um, there's a place in Denison on Maine. It's like a, it's a, Hus- <gasps> it's a Hispanic, you know what I'm talking about? Speaking of candy, speaking of can- candy, I can't fucking You know what I'm talking about? What? The, there's a Hispanic, like, they make like smoothies and juices and stuff like that. It's on Main Street in Denison. I think so, yeah. But they've got the, oh, what's it called? Jeb from Red Lobster, he likes going there. He's, he's Hispanic, so it makes sense. But Brittany really likes going there, so we've been going you know, every now and then. And she gets some, I don't know what it is, it's like a super spicy drink. But there's like that candy that comes with it. Yeah, the yeah. The stick. It, that's the, the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten in my life. Talking about the little Mexican? The tamin? The candy? It, no, it's like a long stick. Yeah. It looks like the cinnamon stick from uh, Apple Jacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you, it, goes, about, yeah. it comes with the drink. I can't think of what it's called. Um, it's in Dallas. It's in Denison on Main Street. Great place. They have delicious smooth, like they have delicious smoothies. They have good like um, ice cream floats and everything like that. Dude, that thing that's like one of their main drinks. It's disgusting. I hate Speaking it. Speaking of candy, there's so I'm going to New York at the end of the year mm. uh, from December 9th to the 13th. I think, yeah, the 9th to the 13th, I'll be in New York. Uh, I saw this. I follow a bunch of so there's the Black Tab. Like there's a place called Black Tab in New York that makes like super extravagant milkshakes, milkshakes and stuff like that. There's another place there called the Milk and Cream Bar, and I followed them on Instagram for a while. But on my birthday, I saw this. They they celebrated 30 years of one of the most iconic Nickelodeon cartoons ever. 30 years since it came out. So when when was it on your birthday? It came out on my birthday. So 91. So 91. 30 years. Milk and Cream Bar did a collaboration with this cartoon. One of the most, think of 90s Nickelodeon cartoons. Recess. That's Disney. Oh. Um, hey Arnold. Close. You're getting, you're, you're, that's really close. Cat Dog. No. Think, think more human. I don't know. Um,. How do I how do I say this? Uh, one of the characters' name was Susie. She was black. Oh, Rugrats! They did a collaboration with the Rugrats. Look well, what they! I like how you had to say she was black. I was yeah. like, oh, Rugrats! Look what they made. They do you remember the episode where they had the Reptar bar and it turned their tongue green? Yeah, they remade it. That's awesome, dude! Look at this the thing. The Reptar ice cream bar. That's so cool. That turns your tongue green. That looks disgusting. It looks like a turd with some green stuff on it. <laughs> they made the Reptar bar. They made uh, some uh, like a green Reptar slushy with uh, mango boba cool. pop, uh, boba Reptar cereal ice cream. I'll say this. That looks cool. What is that? The little popping mango oh, boba yeah. thing. Okay. Yo. I will say if this. If they still have that while I'm yeah, there, go. Get, get I can't wait. Because I the, love... On the Nintendo 64, that looks good. On the Nintendo 64, I had a game. It was Rugrats Go to Paris. Mm-hmm. The game. 
or maybe it might not even go to Paris. I think it was go to Paris. I don't remember. But you're in the amusement park. You're in Reptar Land or whatever. Yep. Super underrated game. That stuff looks good. That looks really yeah, good. Yeah, milk and cream bar. Yeah. yeah, I'm very excited about going there. But that game, Rugrats on the Nintendo 64. Yeah, fruit loop ice cream cone. One of the best games I've ever played. Which sounds real stupid. It's kind of cool. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do on that game. It's kind of cool. I don't know why I just thought about that, but I know why because you had the bar, but the the nasty turd looking with green slime on it bar. Yeah, I can't but wait to have a, that was, the Reptar bar. Yeah, that was a good game. All right, it's well, be let's lit. let me get. We're like ten minutes into this, aren't we? Sixteen. Oh my god, we haven't talked about anything. Um, we're gonna have to roll through this Krabby Patty. We're gonna have to roll through this. All right, so I talked to you, Aaron, on the phone and messaged you, but I've kind of gotten to a point, and I'm, you know, use this as motivation. This is me trying to give you motivation because I found motivation for myself. So, Blue's Clues, that's pretty cool. Um, Blue's Clues bars, that's pretty cool. They just do everything, don't they? Like retro or like, you know, Turtle, Ninja Turtles, that's pretty cool. Um, pizza that's pretty cool all right so use this as you know motivation for your own life um i'm laying in bed and i've had i'm I'm, I'm not gonna go into my own personal details because uh, it's if if going into the wrong ears it could be used against me and it, it, it could be a negative thing but i see it as a positive thing so I like to tie in, I love sports. I like to tie in sports to everyday life because I feel like you can do that. You can tie in sports. And when I did the sports podcast, love to start doing it again. I think I'm going to be able to. I think I'm going to be able to do the Academy of Conspiracy again because of things I'm going to do moving forward. As soon as all this shit is cleared out. Yeah, once Garrett gets this crap cleaned up. No, but. That's going to be the first video back that I make unless I do something more interesting. Is us remodeling the room? Yep. Well, actually, real fast. When I bought those posters and brought them in here, she, <laughs> you haven't been to our house, have no. you? Okay. Our house looks amazing. She, Brittany, is so, so intuitive about taking things that you wouldn't really, just unorthodox things, and making them look awesome. Our home looks amazing. There's a there's a place, it's, it's honestly probably a website that you're a part of. It's called Smallwood Designs, because you have a small wood. Um... <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> but That's pretty funny. But, so we have we have Alyssa Shear, and I'll do a free promotion. Shout out to Shear Photography. If you need some photos done, message Alyssa Shear. She does great stuff. Okay. She does all of our family photos. Okay. We've taken many family photos with her. And great prices. Who uses a speed stick? I have a speed stick at home. Yeah. Grow Dude, up. I use the men's dove care. Yeah. That's good. Grow up. The sandalwood Clean orange. Speed stick. So delicious. Oh, like a JV boys locker room. <laughs> That's axe. No, that's freshman boys locker room. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, when when you go in our house, we've got these like canvases of pictures of our family pictures of the boys, like just the the little design that we have on our coffee table. Our our entertainment center is an old like an old uh, restored like nineteen like forties Chester drawers. Like it's awesome. I have a better idea. But she she asked. I'm gonna go to Choctaw tonight. Win, win the poker tournament. Oh, good luck with that. I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're not winning the poker tournament. <laughs> winning the poker tournament, and then I'm just gonna go. You remember where? Uh, I think it was. 
You know the building next to Planet Fitness? Yeah. You know how Blockbuster used to be? There's uh-huh. that retina place. You know the building next to that is the Sherwin-Williams Paint Place. Yeah. That empty building next to it? Yep. I'm just going to go buy that. Be a good idea. I've looked at it. It's pretty cheap. It's pretty big. It's huge. And then we can use it for photography. You use it for a lot of stuff. Yeah, we make videos. We have little basketball goals in there, make basketball videos. It'd be pretty cool. Continue talking. Yeah, I'm going to go on this tie right here. But no, but um, she actually offered. She said whenever, because I told her, you know, once Garrett goes back to school, um, we're going to remodel the room. Because I've got, I, I, I bought some more pictures. I've got um, these huge canvases that we need to get framed, which Hobby Lobby has frames. We're going to go get, do those pretty soon. But I've got Michael Jordan's last shot. I've got the all-star game canvas, and they're all like 23 by, like 24 by 12 or something like that. They're huge. Um, but I've got the all-star game of Michael and Kobe laughing at each other, Kobe Bryant, and then I've got Michael Jordan's last shot, and I'll buy some other ones as well. But um, And we're going to hang up our first dollar. We'll, we'll get our first dollar framed, all that stuff. But she actually asked, you know, could I remodel the, the room, the podcast room? Brittany did today. She's like, you should let me remodel the room. Whenever, you know, Garrett moves out and I'll get it cleaned up, let me remodel it. Which, if you saw our house, you'd be like, absolutely. Like, she's decorated both the boys' rooms. Our bedroom, it's awesome. Like, our house looks cool. It looks so cool. She does such a good job at, in, at interior design. Anyway, um, <clears throat> like I said, I'm not going to go into specifics about myself because, like I said, it could, you know, be detrimental, potentially. But I like to tie sports into everyday life and in sports you have to be aggressive in the upstairs in the general manager in you know making moves on draft day and free agency and trades and stuff like that you have to be aggressive in building your team in any sport you have to be aggressive because the teams that are passive the teams that you know just wait for good things to happen to them they don't you don't win those teams are the teams that are in the basement that always suck I mean, look at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns have been aggressive. Very. Go out and get Odell. They're Draft super, a running they're a back. Super Bowl favorite this yeah, year. But I'm, I'm saying, go out and get Odell. Draft a running back. Draft the best player, the best college football player. Instead of trading your pick and getting a bunch of players, draft Miles Garrett. The controversial quarterback, we think he can be a franchise changer. Draft Baker Mayfield, number one overall, who wasn't the guy that anybody had as number one overall in any mock drafts. Anybody. They're aggressive. And you kind of start to see it pay off. They're making steps. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, aggressive. They go out and they put all the chips on the table. We're getting Tom Brady. Then they go and get Gronkowski. Then they go and get Antonio Brown. Then they go and get Leonard Fournette. And they're Super Bowl champions. So you have to be aggressive in sports. And, I mean, even teams like the the Green Bay Packers, right? Mm-hmm. They, they sometimes aren't necessarily aggressive and not a huge market for you know for free agents but they're aggressive with the quarterback they had Brett Favre and they drafted Aaron Rodgers with their first round pick they've been relevant because they've had two of the top 20 quarterbacks of all time for the last 25 years so they were aggressive in making that move you have to make aggressive decisions and business is the same thing and I I am really looking forward to what's going to come over the next probably six, seven months, six, seven, eight months in my own personal life as well as with iFilm Cinema. I've said this before, but I'm really, really serious this time. And you and I talked a little bit about it, and I didn't even tell you all the things that I wanted to do. I have other ideas. Um, but with what I'm doing right now, I'm literally pacing. I'm running on a treadmill. 
You know what I mean? I'm not moving forward. I'm running in pace. I'm, 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 I'm running, you know, I'm not going anywhere. And there have been many, many opportunities that have been presented to me that I have pushed under the table or that I have completely rejected altogether or pushed aside, and I'm done doing that. So I made the conscious decision over the last couple days, and I've reached out to the people that I need to reach out to and talk to the contacts that I need to talk to, and I'm going to be making very, very large changes. Um, my my in-person, um, me being in-person on the podcast will vary, but I will always be here. I will always be here, yep. whether we do it on the phone, whether I get my own recorder and you do an episode, I do an episode or whatever, however we do this. But I'm making business and financial decisions for myself that, like I said, I'm being aggressive. I'm taking a leap of something that I started in January that I never finished. And I'm going to finish it. Like, I'm going to finish it in the next couple of weeks. And I have other, other plans that I'm going to pursue. But in business and in life and in, in most of the things that you do, if you are passive, you will fail. You know, did you get this out of like a, the Mama Mentality no, book? No, 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 <laughs> I, I, I did not. Which, which, get this, I say all this stuff to Brittany, I say all this stuff to the different people, my, my own personal contacts that I've been talking to over the past about two weeks, and then this morning I'm sitting on the toilet, t- taking a big old poop, and that video that we will talk about here in a minute of Kobe Bryant, failure does not exist. And I have that same mindset, and I have it here too, where... I want this to be successful. Yep. I want to make money. I want this to, I've said this a hundred times on here. I want this to be my job. But if it's not, I just said, you know, failure. It, if, if this isn't successful, because successful is a perception thing. If this doesn't make us a bunch of money and I don't, I'm never able to quit my job or whatever and do this, to me, it's not failure because I like the process. It's, it's the actual process. I've told Brittany, I don't have hobbies. I don't have anything I really do. I do have hobbies. It's this. Yeah. Like, and this this is what I do all day. I'm waiting tables. Walking around the restaurant waiting tables. Having this podcast allows my brain to churn. I'm thinking of topics every single day until my head hits the pillow and my eyes close. I'm using things that I would never do. In the past, I would never do that. Think of things the way that I do. But... That's a funny story. I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. That's an interesting concept that I saw on Reddit. I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. And it, it makes me creative. It makes me creative all day, every single day. And that is a sense of being aggressive because I'm always looking to get into that process of being creative and having stuff for the podcast. And it makes your day go by, go by you know, faster, but it gives you a sense of... Um, how am I trying to say this? No, a sense of like, purpose. It, it gives you a sense of purpose. No, you, you know who you sound like right now? Casey Neistat. Because he talked good. about he talked about uh, there's a he did a a TED talk where he was talking because he dropped out of school when he was 15 because he had a kid and he was washing dishes and he was like, yeah, the job sucks and I hated being there, but while I was there, my mind was never there. Exactly, my yeah. mind's never with me at work. I'm always thinking about a t- about. Different things, topics like my, I've, I've, I've talked, one of my contacts is my uncle, my uncle Kent, my dad's brother. And him and I have been, we've, we've always had a good relationship, but over the past couple of months, him and I have gotten closer. We will talk on the phone at night for, there was one night we talked on the phone for over four hours. 
And I'll, I'll, I'll use him as an example, and I'm not going to go into details either with, with his, you know, with his stuff, but he... I think I'm going to draw holes in this table. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Um, he he could have, you know, he, he, he came from the same place as my dad, literally the same home, and he was aggressive in his studying. He was, you know, 100% all in with his studying, and he went to Texas Tech. And he had to work really, really hard to get there. Oh, then he snap. Opened, what? Uh, the other day, for some reason, the, the night you called me when we were at, when I was at IHOP, mm-hmm. I saw something, and I was like, oh, man. If I could get Kyler to say yes to this and get, like, Tyler I probably would. or somebody to, you'd have to take a little bit of, you'd have to, probably wouldn't be able to complete it because, you know, you have a job. But just to have somebody document it and record it as, like, a, a little mini comedy documentary i'm on board already (laughs) there's not a lot that i'll say no to and i was like i'll pay i'll pay for it it's pretty cheap what is it clown school oh absolutely i would do that (laughs) i would do it in a heartbeat you know how much fun that's super creepy and it makes me sound like a pedophile dude the boys i love love them to death like like it was just nymp goes to clown school just to sort of see what it's like oh dude i would love like (laughs) This is, this is what I'm saying. It's, it's going to sound creepy. I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> I love Wayne Gacy. I love kids. Yeah, kids love me okay. because I'm a big kid. I'm goofy. I agree. Yeah, I'm goofy. The kids get have the most fun with me. Like I'm just dumb, dude. I would <laughs> no love. Shit. I would love to get paid to go to a kid's birthday party and be a clown and entertain the kids, entertain the parents, well, I didn't and get want paid. To, I didn't want to take it that far. Yeah, I, I know, but I'm saying to... get paid to be in my element. I just wanted to see what it was like. Yeah, there's a clown school in Dallas. I'd go to it. It's like it's like 150 a semester. It's in like me and Tyler Burns. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. It'd be great. I would love that. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> I would Have like do that. Tyler or somebody just follow us around with a camera and a mic. Tyler Stevens. Yeah. Tyler Stevenson. Yeah. I, I would do that. Dude, I'd love Yeah, dude, we should go to clown school. I would do that. I, I thought about it and I was like, dude, that would be hilarious. I would do it. Well, what I'm saying is though, like my uncle, he takes a risk, is aggressive, goes to law school very hard. A lot of people fail. Works his ass off, gets through it. Then opens his law firm, meets my aunt, his wife, Gracie. They open a firm together, and they build their reputation, and they build what they do, and it's time for him to be aggressive again because he's done what he thinks that he can do, and he still does some some law, some, some corporate law on the side, but he moved off that. Then he bought. I'm not like I said. Not going to go into details because details because I don't know how much he wants me to say. But then he, with a group of people, is aggressive. Sees an opportunity, a low cost opportunity. Buys it. A lot of money. Buys it. Buys it low. Builds it up. Spends a lot of time. Spends a lot of effort, and then sells it high. Buys. I mean, it's like buying a stock low and selling it high. Yeah. But he had to make the stock work, and he did, and. Now he, I mean, m- money, money and monetary things are not an issue for him. Yeah, because he was aggressive in his educational life at first, and then he was aggressive in his business life, and he took opportunities that were there instead of going, "I'm okay with what I'm doing. I'm okay working." I mean, even being a lawyer, that's a that's amazing. Good job. I'm okay doing that. No. That's an opportunity. I'm going to jump on it. I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to, I've said aggressive a lot, but that's the key word I've, I've caught myself 
thinking and saying over the last couple of weeks is aggressive. I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to turn it into something awesome. And then I'm going to sell it high. And he did. And now he's looking for the next project. Yeah. And that's what I want. I'm, I'm, I'm not content with what I'm doing with my life. I'm not content with my work life. I'm not content with where I live. I'm not content with I film cinema. I'm not content. I'm not okay with what we do here, with what I do at work. I don't like it. So I made the decision that, and it was in bed. I was laying in bed. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I woke up the next morning with a whole different mindset. I'm not doing it anymore. I am going to bust my ass. I'm going to change my life, change her life, being Brittany, change my kid's life, and give us opportunities. And the only way to do that is to take the contacts that whatever you believe in, God, whatever, fate, destiny, the things that were put in my life, I believe in God. <laughs> the, things that, the, the things that God put in my life, I'm going to take advantage of that. Yeah, and I'm that? going to be aggressive. Well, not sexy. Yeah. Well, he believes in God. He just also believes in Satan. Very true. But I'm going to be, the key word here, aggressive. And if I fail, that doesn't exist. Because if I fail, I'll just try harder and yep. try it again and keep doing it. So, like I'm saying, use this as, use this as motivation for yourself if you're listening to this. Use, use it as motivation. If you're not happy with your life, with your work, with what you do, you feel like you have no purpose because I feel like I had no purpose. Like, I come in and record twice a week. I go to my shit job. Sorry, I'll say it. I, 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 I go to my shit job. I get talked to like crap by guest. I just, I, I make good money, but it's just, to me, I mean, there's people that love it. There's people that love the nine to five clock in. They love the grind, which it's, that's their process. Yeah. That's their process. That's their journey. That's what they like. I'm not bashing that. You do you. You do what you want to do, but it's not for me. The nine to five clock in is not me. It yeah. never has been me, never will be me. And I made that decision that I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to change what I do. I'm going to change who I talk to. I'm going to change how I talk. I'm going to change what I think. And I'm going to take opportunities and I'm going to listen to what people have to say with advice that they give me or ideas that they have. And I'm going to take their ideas and I'm going to run with it. Like you and I talked earlier, Brittany was talking about she really likes photography, but she also really likes certain sports. She likes UFC. She likes combat sports. Why? I told her, why can you not get into that? Yeah, I don't have the equipment to get into it. Uh, yeah, Aaron and yeah. Yeah. Aaron and James Cross have the equipment that I've been told you need it, use it. And you and her has the connections with fighters that are in Bellator, with a couple fighters that are in the UFC. Get in contact with those people. Use the people that are that are in your life that have been put in your life, and get where you want to be. Be a photographer for a UFC fighter. Be a photographer for multiple fighters in Bellator. Do that stuff. She wants to be a barber. I'll, I'm, go to school. Don't put it off anymore. Let's go. Let's go. You got to be aggressive. Let's go. Because the, the clock doesn't stop. There are people that can slow down the clock. Very, very few people can slow down the clock and slow down time. And you know, like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And conquer a moment. Nobody can stop it. So quit wasting your time. Quit wasting your life. Quit pissing your career, your potential career, your potential earning, financial earning and and the lifestyle that you could be living, things that you want to do but you can't obtain because you don't have the economic um, the, the, the economic resources, and by that I mean money, and go out and change your life. And the only thing I can say, like I've said the whole time, is be aggressive. <laughs> and I'm going to change my life, and I've already made the steps, and I'm excited to see what happens for me over the next 8 to 10 months. And 
it might it's it, it's it's gonna I'm just gonna say this it's gonna rub some people the wrong way. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Oh. Huh? Move your mouth up. I can't. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's going to rub people you're, the wrong way. You were trying to tell me and I couldn't see because of this. Yeah. It, it, it is. It, it's going to rub people the wrong way. Some people will not like it. But if you actually care about me and you actually care about my kids and about, you know, Brittany and my family, you'll understand that I'm doing what's best for me and what's best for my family. And I think, you know, in everybody's life, you need to take chances. Miss Frizzle. <laughs> Take chances, make mistakes, get messy. Like that's, I mean, it's a kid's show, the magic school bus, but there's lessons, you know? There's lessons in everything. There's lessons in pre-K, in Bible school. Treat people the way you want to be treated. I didn't go to either one of those. Kindergarten. I went to that. Treat people the way you want to be treated. I live live by that every single day. I don't. I'm not rude to anybody because I don't want people being rude to me. The only time I'm mean to anybody is when you're pissy to me first. That I'm rebuttal. I, I embrace the rudeness. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm kind to everybody because that's the kind of person I am. I and try to. I try to be kind. No, just, I really do. But sometimes mm-mm. I don't want to uh, get to me. Sometimes people are just stupid. You can't. You you <laughs> can't get to me. Uh, that's but that's my that's my motivational speech. Is if you have something you want to do in your life, fucking go get it. Quit. Quit. Quit wasting your time. Whoa. There is a. Listen to this real quick. I, I've, I found this video. I love it. It's the great Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Life is not really long. Let's say the average person 30 years old. So you add up all your traveling, add up all your sleeping, add up all your school, add up all your entertainment, you've probably been half your life doing nothing. So what am I? I'm 35 years old. 30 more years, I'll be 65. We don't have no more influence. We can't do nothing much at 65. Your wife will tell you that. So, what I'm saying? Dick don't work. When you're 65, when you're 65, ain't too much more to do in those 30 years. I have to sleep nine years. I don't have 30 years of daylight. I have to travel back to America, take six, seven miles. All my traveling, probably four years of traveling the next 30 years. About nine years of sleeping. Television, movies, entertainment. About three years of entertainment. Out of 30 years, I might have about 16 years to be productive. That's called Don't Waste Your Life. You, you're you on a clock. You're on a clock. Take advantage of it. I don't it. think he, he said he was 35. Oh, did he make it to 65? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't sure. think so. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think he did. Even, even more of what I'm saying. You don't know when your time is. Yeah. Everybody's got a time. Did. Everybody's got a day that they're going to die. Except Elon Musk, he's an alien. But everybody has a time that they're going to die. Accurate. They're going to die. You're going to die. I'm going to die. Everybody's going to die. So take advantage of the borrowed time that you have. Yep. This is all borrowed time. You and I are living on borrowed time. The next moment, I can have a brain aneurysm and die right here on the right right here on the air. It's borrowed time. Take advantage. Do what you want to do. Live the life you want to live. Quit settling for mediocrity. There are millions and millions and there's billions of people that are okay with settling with mediocrity. I agree with that. That will go work it. I mean. There's, like I said, there's people that like it. There's people that like it. But there are people that want to work the service nine to five. That's fine. There are people that want to, that are content going home and, and watching TV for four hours every night and going to bed and doing the same thing every single day 
and not having adventure, not doing anything. I don't worth understand doing. those people, and it's not not I don't either. Not because, and I've become it. Not I don't understand those people. Not because, like you know, out of just not wanting to do anything more with their life. I just under, understand how they have that attention, like the attention span to do it. Does that make sense? It's it's like it's being okay with where you're at, and you should. I, I I've heard Kobe it's say not, it. It's not even that. Never be comfortable. It's not even that. It's I do not understand how people have the attention span to sit down for hours upon hours and hours and do do just nothing. I can sit down and play a video game for a I couple can't. hours. I can Maybe two hours max. Yo, mine's max an hour. Max. Maybe, unless, you know, I'm like really into it or something like that, but I also don't play like storyline video games. I hate them. They're boring. There's, I, I'm, I'm like that sometimes. There's some games I really enjoy that have good stories, but other ones I understand what you're saying. Like Colton tried to get me to play The Last of Us for very forever. Very good. Long game. I very heard good. it's very good. I just can't do it. See, I never played it. I watched Tyler Burns play it. I can't do it. I couldn't even do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I Colton can't tried. I, Colton had me. There was a on PlayStation like a year ago or so. They had The Last of Us on sale for like five bucks. So I bought it. I have it on my Xbox or my and, PlayStation. He had he you know had he was like yeah, you should play it because the Last of Us Two is coming out soon. Yeah, I got twenty minutes into it and I turned it off. Good game. I turned Great it game. off. Turned it off. I was I have never been more bored in my life. I get what you're saying though. You you're unproductive. Yeah, you don't feel like you're accomplishing but, exactly. And, and but like like I said, Tyler Burns. He's he he likes he like I mean I love video games. I've loved them since I was a little kid. But that's right in his ballpark. That is perfect for him. He loved that game. I watched him play. It's a great game. I can't sit and play a video game that long. No. Nope. Can't do it. No. Nope. Can't do it. I feel like I'm not doing anything. Yep. Which is fine. I, I'm, I'm, nice. I'm not knocking anybody. That's why, I hate, that's why I hate school. I, 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 I always like school because I'm learning. Because I actually pay attention. Well, I paid attention I'm too. I'm learning. I like learning. I got jittery. I'm yeah, too, I'm sitting, too, sitting yeah, too long. I, yeah. mm. well, I mean, even oh. like... like, like when we watch a basketball game, we watch football. When I watch games with my dad, a lot of people do it for entertainment. It, it is. It's a source of entertainment for me. I'm learning. I literally learn the game every single, like, whatever game I'm watching, I learn the game a little bit better every single time I watch it. When I go and play. So that's why I don't watch, I don't watch games that often either. That's, like, no, no, no knock to Austin. You know Austin. Yeah, yeah. There will be Good times guy. where Austin will be at the gym. I'll get at the gym at like seven thirty. And watch his game on the TV. No, and he'll, you know, he'll, we'll be there until like eight, mm-hmm. and then a game will come on, and he'll dip. I'm like, you know, people don't get here until like eight thirty anyway. It's like, yeah, I know, but the game's on, and no one's showing up anytime soon. I'm just gonna go home and watch. I, it. I understand. That. I don't understand. I get it. I don't. There are people that that's what they enjoy. I don't get it. Just like there, are I don't people. understand how people can just sit down and watch stuff. Well, there are people that. Like enjoy that 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 don't that that's their grind that like I said that's their journey is that's their process is I wake up at six thirty I'll tell you who I'm talking about right now when I get done I wake up at six o'clock I'm at work by six thirty bust my ass work till three four o'clock sometimes later come home have a drink watch a show get in the pool work out do the same thing the next day my dad. Yep. And him and I talked on the phone about what I was just saying about that motivational speech thing and what I gave to y'all. And I, I told him, no offense, I don't want to be you. Yeah. And he said, he told me, I don't want you to be me. He said, you're too smart to be me. 
which is nice to hear. <laughs> Be, being told that you're of, intelligent is nice. You know what I think? My, you know what that makes me think of? My dad, because he's a psychopath. Your dad's like that as well. Your dad's, dad's a, not a nine to five guy. My dad's a psych. No, my dad's a psychopath. You remember whenever he went to the hospital? Heart, the, he had the heart thing. Your dad's intelligent. He's a grinder. He, I, I remember because I tried to drive down there and it was COVID was still a thing, so I couldn't go in. He was out of the hospital. He, the, he, he wasn't supposed to be. He wasn't supposed to be. He was supposed to be, like you know, be there. They were in the middle of because I was on the phone with uh, I was on the phone with Monica, my stepmom, and they, she was in there, you know, with the doctors and stuff. They were talking to him. The middle of the doctor's speech, Jim from Vandegrift mm-hmm. called him about like some sort of business thing. Dad, my dad put the doctors in person, basically put them on real life hold. Just put that finger up. Yeah. <laughs> and decided to answer a business call. Yep. And then got released from the hospital, was told not to do anything more than 10 pounds of lifting, pulling, pushing, any of that stuff. He he asks me to go out to Vandegrift the next day to help Jim do mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I can. No problem. I show up at 7. I, you know, I wasn't supposed to get there until like 8, 8.30. I show up at 7 just because I'm up early anyway. He's there. He's there. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. It's his process. Insane. Your dad, psychopath. your dad, your dad, like my uncle, financially is not hurting. Nope. He has no reason to do what he does. It's, it's the process. It's the type of person that he is. It's the, the drive to nothing's going to stop me from doing what I want to do. And like I said, I, when I got out of school, I was like that. I knew what I wanted to do. When I got into aviation school, that was my drive. That's what I wanted to do. I loved it. And then I settled. And I got okay with, you know, I'll go to work at 7 o'clock, get off at 3. And, and you start to settle into what the world wants you to do. And that is to be basically a working ant. Like, basically a worker, like a, like a worker ant. Yeah. You know, like the ants that carry all the food. Yeah. I don't want to be the worker ant. I want to be the queen bee. <laughs> like... I saw a thing today and said, uh, if you had to get rid of one musical artist and it had four and it was like Chris Brown, Beyonce, Chris Michael Brown. Jackson, or Ooh, Kanye, Beyonce, which one are you getting rid of? Beyonce. And I was like, it's it gotta be Beyonce. Yeah, or Chris, I don't really like Chris Brown, but I think I like, I don't really like Chris Brown that much either, but I think I like more Chris Brown songs than Beyonce songs. I like crazy in love. That's a good Got song, but how often do you now. actually listen to it? It comes on the radio all the time. The only reason I like that song is because of Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z young ho, young yeah. <laughs> flow is loco. Yeah. I'm hot as the ROC. Uh-oh. You know, you know what we're at right now? 37 minutes. 46. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to start making some moves, and I'm excited for what's going to happen, and it's moves that involve the podcast, moves that involve my business life and what I do for a living and what I do moving forward is going to be very, very impactful. And like I said, um, there will be times where you'll do a podcast and you'll have a guest and it's not me. And there will be times where we do the podcast and I'm on the phone. Yep. But when I'm here, when I'm in person, in town, I will always be here. Um, until you tell me to stop, until you tell me I'm done, I'm always going to be a part of this. Yep. I enjoy it. This is one of the things that I enjoy the grind. And if we never make another dollar off this, it's not a failure because in the words of Kobe, failure does not exist. Failure is a thing that you manifest in your own head. And the Mamba. Yeah. Smart guy. Way too intelligent. Yeah. Way too smart. All right. You want to talk about Jordan Peele? Yeah. The great comedian, Key and Peele, the great 
uh, horror suspense director. Yeah, his third movie. He said, I don't know if you remember, but he said he was only going to do five and he was going to be done. He's going to make five movies and then be done. It's kind of odd. It's very odd because wouldn't you want to capitalize on as many as you could? Yeah, but I think that's I think that's a cliche though. A lot of people, people, yeah, a lot of people overdo it. Like M. Night Shyamalan, he has a new movie coming out on August sixth called Mm -hmm. Old. Looks good. Very interesting concept. Looks good. It's so strange, but yeah. um, Would you like to see the the poster for this movie, or would you like to hear the actors in it? Tell me the actors first, but real fast. Like I was saying, the whole Jordan Peele. Also, the whole production is uh, no media access, none. Huh, that's good. That's good. When I say when it's I say surprise. none, I mean none. It's a close, he, close he, set. He bought all the rights to everything. So close set, completely close set. Yeah, I like that. All the actors are under contract. They can't say a word. But hope, better hope Tom Holland's not in that. He's not. He will ruin that. Well, what you're saying about doing five films? It comes out on July twenty second, two thousand and twenty two. You were talking about him doing five films, only doing yeah. five films. It's the Emmett Smith thing, like I've talked yeah, about. You go out on top. The Tom Brady thing. If I'm Tom Brady, I'm not retired this year. <laughs> but you know, there's some <laughs> there's some people that that's that's their that his the, the the process, the grind, the journey. He doesn't want to stop. That's he might he, be better this year. He might be. But you that's know, what he, he, tra- likes. he played last year on a torn MCL. Mm-hmm. He More might than be half better. the year yeah. torn MCL. He might be better this year. Yeah. So I mean, I understand why Jordan Peele would do five films because I'm gonna make five bangers. And I'm going to go out on top, and everybody's going to be like, man, imagine if he made more kind of thing. You know what I mean? Leaves a, a, a little bit of a mystic kind of what if. Okay, but I'll shut up. Um, go ahead. The poster <laughs> says, a new terror from the mind of uh, the mind of Academy Award winner Jordan Peele. Ew. The title of it, actually, so the actors, the top three listed actors are Daniel Kalula, who is in Get Out. Okay. I like Kiki him. He's good. Palmer. Interesting choice. Um, from she was in the Nickelodeon. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stephen Young, aka Glenn, Glenn. from The Walking yep. Dead. He's he's on. Um, he's a, he's actually he was he's a, in Space Jam. He yeah he is in Space Jam for a second. He was also in uh, Minari. He he almost won an Oscar for it. I haven't seen that. Um, Amarion, like no, the rapper. No, or the musician. Minari. Minari. Um, the movie's called Nope. N O P. Yep. <laughs> nope. <laughs> What the hell is that? It's a cloud above a little town with... See, I thought it was an alien thing at first, but that line that's from that cloud, it looks like a kite line. You know what it looks like? With flags on it. Yeah, you know what it looks like, though? What? On the uh, Avengers Infinity War, whenever Asgard gets lifted off the ground, you know, above the city or whatever. Yeah. Looks like Asgard. That's cool. Yeah. Looks like a... It's called Nope. So what's it about? No one knows. When's it come out? July 22nd, 2022. He just he they only released the poster. I hate that. <laughs> I freaking hate that. Tell us two months ahead, three months ahead. Don't do this. They told us about Space Jam two years ago. Was it good? Not really. Was it for kids? Yes, I understand. It's for a kid demographic. My kids loved it. Tell us six months before it comes out. Hey, June sixteenth or July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Six months. I couldn't even tell you out. what this is about. There's Maybe. no way because I don't see him being the. He's not an alien type of guy. He's a horror guy. Aliens aren't horror. They can be. They can be, but you really think Jordan Peele would go alien? What's route? the What's the um, uh, Cloverfield Lane or whatever the one where JJ the one with John? Yeah, JJ Abrams. Yeah, he did that movie. The one with John Goodman. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it's about aliens at all until the until last the five very minutes. very in the last twenty seconds. Yeah, until the very very end. So it could be something like that. 
which would be really interesting. That that movie's very intriguing to me. I really really like it that movie. movie. That's really good. Yeah, this the the poster for this is just interesting. Yeah, probably going to be a really good one. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, if I mean, look at look at the stuff that that Jordan Peele's been a part of. Though Jordan Peele's upcoming project with Universal has been shrouded in mystery, the director's track record of making imaginative, ambitious horror movies has given many people more than enough reason to get excited. From the looks of the movie's new poster, the subtext of the title, that excitement might up, uh, might end up being justified. Well, Jordan Peele's always justified. A props uh, from it being Thursday, Peel took to his Twitter account to share the first poster of Nope, a new film set to star Daniel Kalula. He was in Get Out, Black Panther. Uh, Kiki Palmer, she was in Scream Queens and Scream. Steven Yun, the Walking Dead star. Uh, the poster is a simple, and its visuals clearly don't tell Nope's whole story. An ominous storm cloud, perhaps from space, giving the starry night. Terrorizing a city of people seems very much like the strange sort of pre- uh, premise Peel could be building a story around and manage to scare the crap out of people with. Yep. You know, I think the best project he's ever done. What a great title. Yeah. Nope. You see, you, like, you hear that all the time. Like, when people try to add comic relief to a, to a horror movie, they see something scary happening. Nope. And they just, nope. <laughs> I mean... Look at Jordan Peele's filmography, or just—I mean, not, not not even filmography. Projects he's involved. Kim Peele, extremely successful. Yep. Very very funny. I, I lo- you don't like it as much as I do. My dad and I love Kim Peele. Freaking hilarious. Watched it when I was in high school. Loved it. Um, he does the new Twilight Zone. Fantastic. Fantastic. Get Out. Very good. Yep. In my opinion, his best project, Us. Us Great. is really good. So good. I wonder what Get Out. He's not. He's never put out a stinker. I like that word, a stinker. He's never put out a stinker that I can think of. Anything that he's ever done. Because he's so invested in what he does. And he's just so... De- like Attention to detail. Dude, Get Out still has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what it probably is. 99% It's great. That's crazy. I could see 1% of critics not liking it. That's wild. And the 1% are just morons. <laughs> huh. So. The 1% that didn't like Get Out is probably the... One percent that liked the movie Grown Ups. When does I forget? Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> um, while you're doing that, I kind of want to roll into this real quick because we need to kind of rapid fire. I took way too much time talking about being aggressive in business. And in August twenty seventh. Okay. Um, I was looking at the release date for Candyman. It's August twenty seventh. He's a executive producer yeah. and a writer. Which okay, one. so another project. It's gonna be good. Yeah, looks very good. Um, oh, real fast. I just this is completely off topic. I told you that I saw the poster with all the killers. Yep. It had Ghostface, Jason, Freddy, um, Michael Myers, all them. Would you be interested in getting that? They're only 10 bucks. Get it and frame it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. We both like those that genre of movies. I think it'd be good, kind of a different... Because we've got the NYMP sign and then basketball over here, AOC, the LeBron thing, Garrett's Nerf goal, <laughs> yeah. the television, and then our calendar we never use. And... I just figured it'd be a different, you know, something different to add to the room. Yeah. We need to frame that dollar. Yes. But um, NBA Finals. So the Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA Finals. Giannis, good God. You talk about LeBron-like historical performance. 50. In the closing, closeout game, game six. Everyone mouths about he can't shoot free throws, right? 17 for 19 from the line in the deciding game. You talk about 
just clutch. Because to me, when you want to talk about what's clutch, you know? Yeah. Clutch doesn't necessarily have to be the last shot. You can be clutch over an entire game. Because you lose that game, you're going back to Phoenix. Yeah. And it's going to be tough. Game seven is going to be very, very hard. And he struggled at the line for his entire career. And he's gotten a lot of crap for it. I mean, honestly, he's gotten a lot of shit for it. And the dude goes 17 for 19. Shoots 80, what is that, 88%? 87, 87 and 88% from the line? That's insane. For a dude that's elite, his average is like 60. Just automatic from the line. But... I, um, I've heard people talk about it on the radio. I've heard on the radio, I've heard Colin Coward, I've heard different people talk about, you know, is this the dynasty? Are the Bucks a dynasty? I hate that. I've only seen two dynasties in my life in sports. The New England Patriots in the NFL and the San Antonio Spurs. Well, the world waits for Kanye West's album Donda, Donda to pull yeah, up, Donda. To drop. You know what he did today? Something dumb. <laughs> he showed up at the Mercedes-Benz Atlanta soccer game. That didn't even look real. It was like a ghost. Oh, it's because his mask. What the hell is he wearing? He's been wearing a mask for the past like eight months. He tricked a whole. Po- he went to uh, Fashion Week in Paris uh-huh. with James Harden and Lil Baby and everybody. Uh-huh. He tricked everybody that he got out of the van and like you know paparazzi's going crazy and stuff. They hear Kanye's coming. He has this full on like creepy mask on. He just gets out and walks straight in. No one, no one knows. The paparazzi all aim towards the van. They think Kanye's still in it. He's already walked by him and everything. He's a very, he's a very, he's an intelligent guy. He's very, and everything he does, I, the, the the thing about Kanye, you hear what I'm talking about, the stutter? Yes. Yeah. The thing about Kanye that I really, really admire, actually, is there is a method to the madness. Oh, 100%. There's a method. He doesn't just do random crap just to do it. He's got a purpose behind everything that he does. He also has a and, new business endeavor coming up. Really? With who? He himself. Oh. Um, <laughs> there's a song. There's a song off of the life of Pablo. I feel like Pablo when I'm in the song Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, easy, easy, easy. Just jumped over Jumpman. Mm-hmm. There's a bar or verse in there where he says, "Easy, easy, easy, pulling up on Rodeo. Easy, easy, easy. Rodeo Drive. Might start my own hotel." He opened his own hotel on Rodeo He's Drive. He's planning on <laughs> opening up his own Yeezy Hotel. On Rodeo Drive. I don't know where. I bet he, I bet it's on Rodeo Drive. But if he does, I feel like I'd have to isn't, stay there. Isn't Rodeo a residential area? No, it's a shopping, like a oh, giant okay, shopping okay. Yeah, see, I'm not, I in don't, L.A. Yeah, I'm about to say, I've never been to L.A. Yeah. Which I'll, I'll be there might soon. have the potential to go. Yeah, I'll be there soon. Oh. I'll be there in like two weeks. Off topic, I'll go back to the NBA thing. What you were talking about, about um, when you go to L.A.? Yep. We can do however you want to do. I talked to my dad and I asked him, you know, if you leave the recorder, would he do the two episodes with me? So I don't really have to find a guest. And yeah. I could get Brad as well as my dad. But I do think it'd be better. It'd be more interesting if you do it in L.A. Yeah. Because you might be able to find a guest there that you wouldn't yeah. be able to get. That's very true. Yeah. And you have Matthew, which Matthew's great. Yeah. Matthew was awesome. That's one of my favorite episodes we've done is with Matthew. Yeah. Freaking hilarious. So that was when I sat over there, too. Yeah. <laughs> That was that. That was that. That was a good episode. So yeah, I mean, whatever you want to do, I, I'm down for whatever. I've got my people that would do it with me if you leave the recorder here. But if you take it, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a better option anyway. Yeah, because like you said, I can learn how to edit it, but I really, really struggle with the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll probably just take it with me. That'd probably be the best idea. But no, so the NBA Finals. Throw it in the bag. They're talking about the Bucks. Are they a dynasty? There's only first off, they won the, the East. 
because LeBron and and LeBron and Kawhi are gone. They're in the West. Yeah. And the Sixers always underperform, and the Heat were a lightning in a bottle. Kawhi and, might be a maverick. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, I guess. He fits. Yeah. But the Warriors turned down the Ben Simmons trade. Yeah, I saw that. They want seventy sixers wanted too much. I've been getting the polls on on YouTube. Who's the favorite in the West next year? You know who I picked every single time. Who? The or no? Who's the favorite to win the title? It's the Clippers, the Nets, the Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, the Bucks, or other. You know who I've picked every single time. Who? And I'm gonna say it right now, Golden okay. State Warriors. Luca's the favorite as MVP. I can say that, but no, I think the Golden State Warriors are gonna be. Are right back to what they were doing. My brother's calling me. I'll call him back. But, yeah, I, I, th- I think Golden State, they're going to go out and they're going to either add Damian Lillard or they're going to do something and they're going to make a big splash. Clay's going to come back, and Clay always makes a big splash every time he shoots. And Steph is Steph. A.K.A. wet fire. Yeah, wet fire. <laughs> Steph is just, you know, a once-in-a-lifetime Some generational put talent. out a thing about percentages players have of making the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And, like, three of them had a 100%. Is like LeBron. Steph. Um, no, Steph didn't have a 100%. He had, like, a 98. Why? I don't know. The first unanimous MVP? Yeah. No, he's making the uh, It's retarded. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, buddy. It's dumb. Um, What do you think? Like, you said that on, on, on the episode you put out Friday, which is you talked about how Chris Paul's, you know, he's a top five point guard. Stop. He is. I was in the shower listening to you, and I almost threw my phone out. He is. No, he's top three, top two. Mm. John Stockton. I take Chris Paul over John Stockton. Uh, John Stockton. I the only 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 point guard of all time. Oscar. Was, Oscar's not a point guard. Just like Russell Westbrook's not a point guard. Not a point guard. Allen Iverson not a point guard. They're not point guards. AI wasn't a point guard. He was a shooting guard. But people say put you, him can, at, you can put him at yeah. the one of the two. He's not a point guard. Um, never was. Never has been. Never will be. The only only point guard I'd ever in of all time put over Chris Paul would be Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic. That's it. That's it. Nobody else. But that's you know that's that is subjective. It's my opinion. Steph. I would take Chris Paul over Steph. No, absolutely. For an not. entire career, for I, I, I would, but you could definitely make the argument and sway me about Steph because Steph's a much better scorer. Steph's you know he's been in better situations than Chris Paul. Steph hasn't had to be clutch in the playoffs. That's very true. Chris Paul's had to. And sometimes, did you know of every NBA player of all time, Chris Paul has blown more 2 leads in the playoffs than anybody yeah. else? That's a team thing, though. That's not necessarily just yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, because you got to look at the surrounding cast. Magic. His surrounding cast is insane. Steph, his surrounding cast. Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. And Chris Paul's got Blake, who's kind of flaky, and DeAndre Jordan, who can't shoot. And the only shooter you got is J.J. Redick. He's on the Mavericks. Yeah. He what does he do? He didn't play much. He didn't play ever. He shoots. That's all he does. He didn't play. Did you know after he got traded, he played two games? Yeah. But. I was excited for that. Uh, hour and three. I want to talk about Chet Hanks. I want to talk about Industry Baby, but. I mean, would you want to or. We can talk about Industry Baby real quick. Okay. I want to talk about Chet Hanks on the next episode. It's Tom Hanks' son. Oh, okay. The dude's a dumbass. Okay. Biggest douchebag I've. Like, literally. If Ollie G, you know who that is, right? Yes. Sasha Baron Cohen's Ollie G? Yeah. If Ollie G was a real person... That's him? It's Chet Hanks. Okay. Not in a good way. Oh. Okay. If I could describe him in as few words as possible, 
dipshit. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> like, right, then. All right. So the music video industry, baby, by Lil Nas X came out, what, yesterday or the day before? Something like that. I don't yeah, know. a couple days ago. I don't know. It's already got like 15 million views on well, YouTube. It's, yeah. It's number one on trending on he, music. <sighs> he put out the music video of Montero and just blew up. Because it's so controversial. Yeah, he just—that's what he does. That's who he is. He's—I don't consider him a real musician anymore. He's a controversial. He's a—he's 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 a crowd gatherer. He's a—he's a—he's a scene. He's a—that's how you leave your mark. So he's Kanye. A, he's a character. Kanye's a scene. Kanye's a character. Character, but Kanye. Kanye is one of the top five artists of all mm-hmm. time. But he's also. But what makes him <laughs> a top five artist of all time is what comes with his music. I don't know if that's true. I think it's his music in production uh, over everything. But it's always what what's he going to do next? Like, but okay, yeah, that's a later Kanye. The first three albums of Kanye yeah, are still it. top ten albums of all time. That was before, dropout. That was graduation before, and late registration. Mm-hmm. That's before Crazy Kanye. So, eh, he's a Lil Nas X is a character. You see where I made that connection? There's, there's a right? lot of anus in that video. <laughs> you see where I made the yes. Kanye one? Yeah, dude. I'll tell you what. Whoever he paid to do the blurring, you better be paying that dude a lot of money. Did really good. Naked dudes dancing in the shower and this dong going all over the place, and it just blurs everywhere. Yep. And those are. How do I say this without sounding horrible? Those are African American gentlemen. Yep, they're much more uh, well endowed than someone like me. <laughs> so you need a—you would only need a couple pixels for someone like me. You had a lot of pixels, <laughs> like almost to the floor. So, I mean, the, the like with Montero, the the quality of the music video, amazing. Yeah. I also like how Jack Harlow, his first line, he basically had to say, "I'm in this music video, but I'm not gay." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it was. It's. I mean, it's interesting. It's what it is. It's little not sex. It is what good it is. Good song. Yeah, not a bad song. Catchy song. I mean, even Montero, catchy song. Yeah. Every time I get in the car, I hear it on the radio. Yeah. Catchy song. Catchy song. The meth. The message behind it. I'm not sure if I. Yeah. Behind it. What's, yep. it, what's he gonna do next? He's rode to the west with Billy Ray Cyrus. He has. Fun fact. Speaking of riding, riding road to the west. Did you know Rick Ross pulled up to Mercedes Benz Stadium at Kanye's album release party on a horse? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why does everybody want to be a cowboy now? I don't know. He pulled up. Uh, he pulled up on a horse. In the back. He pulled up on a horse. That's like cool. a legit, like legit. Him and his squad pulled up on horses. That's kind of cool. It's kind of tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> they pulled up to the newest, one of the newest stadiums in the NFL, on a horseback. Dude. Jacob Powell, my old stepbrother, worked on that stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. Did, did construction on it. It's pretty cool. No, but he rode horses with with Billy Ray Cyrus and Future and, um, was it Future? Young Thug. Young Thug. And Mason Ramsey. Yep. Then he got stoned, went to hell, danced on the devil. Now he is breaking out of prison and talking about how, in the music video at least, about how prison's a paradise for him. Yeah. What's he gonna do next? Get abducted by aliens? Like, 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 what's next? I don't know. <laughs> so, He's creative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying with Kanye. What the heck is next? Like, what are you doing? I watched next? a little documentary because... on Kanye, and I felt really bad. People, you know, he's crazy and stuff. He's not. He's not. But there's this. This album's Donda, obviously after his mom. Yeah. This album's Donda after his mom, um, and the album's very personal. But there's a little documentary, uh, not attached to it, but I just ended up watching it. Yeah. Um, I didn't put two and two together, but Kanye talks about it in one of the Keeping Up with the Kardashian episodes. 
you remember when Kim got robbed at gunpoint in Paris yes. during Paris Fashion Paris Fashion Week? That like set him over the edge because he, you know, he sent his wife. He couldn't make it because he was making. I'm pretty sure he was in the process of making Yay. I think he was making that album at the time. So he couldn't go with her, but he sent her off with some people that he trusted. Yeah, he's got yikes on her, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he sent Kim off to Paris to, you know, with people that he trusts to keep his his family safe. Mm -hmm. And his wife gets robbed at gunpoint, almost, you know, almost dies. Yeah. That just set him off. I understand. (laughs) He also called up some of his shy town homies to to (laughs) try to find the people. Which, understandable. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Um, Could you imagine Kanye West just walking down an alley after you and that what, he, what you just saw him in? That'd be terrifying. That mask. That mask is creepy. Yeah. I'd, I'd be more afraid of him than I would Bobon in a dark alley. Yep. I'd say Bobon, I'd rather have you than crazy-ass Kanye. You're going to freestyle your, your, your heart out. <laughs> All right. You can find me on Snapchat, KyleRam21. Um, go to patreon.com slash NYNP. And, <clears throat> All right. What you got? Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat. Um, that's it. You got anything? Uh, August 6th. Donda. Is that when it's coming out? Yep. Sweet. Um, don't settle. Be aggressive. Failure doesn't exist. Whoa. See you next time. Boom, 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 boom.